0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Your host, Sydney-based June Ramley. My guest today is Waspay Group Head for Market Development for Blockchain Payments, Malcolm Copeland. Malcolm is speaking to us today from Dubai. He comes to us with a wealth of experience on all things blockchain and the new buzzword known as non-fungible tokens or NFTs. A bit about uh, Malcolm, he has over 20 years of experience across B2B, e-marketplace, gaming, cryptocurrency and fintech sectors. Waspay is a Singapore headquartered company and in this chat, Malcolm aims to give us a lowdown on the whole NFT ecosystem, as well as to tell us a bit about his role in his current company. Without further ado, let's invite Malcolm to the show. Hi Malcolm, thank you for joining us. How are you today?
1: Hey June, I'm doing well. I've been recovering from a little bit of a cold the last couple of weeks. As you know, I've been trying to connect with you, but uh, yeah, I'm finally here and, and thanks a lot for having me, appreciate it.
0: Awesome, all right, let's dive right into the question. So tell us a bit about what Watts Pay does in a nutshell.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, Watts Pay, uh essentially is a B two B technology provider for blockchain payments, so blockchain based payments. And uh, what we do is basically build an infrastructure and an ecosystem that is uh, agnostic and interoperable. And what that means is we're going to market, uh, you know, without having to depend on any. Uh, one singular platform to do integrations and uh, be able to facilitate these alternative payment methods uh, of cryptocurrency, digital currency, CBDC uh, payments. So, you know, we essentially will able, are able to uh, integrate with um, different blockchain networks, um, different acquirers, uh, issuers in the traditional sense. Uh, so the traditional payment world, uh, what we're, what we do is we fall in place where we have the platforms to uh, allow traditional finance and those platforms and systems and rails to start uh, transacting in uh, digital currency world. And so we're like kind of like that bridge between digital payments and uh, traditional payments uh, allowing this activity to happen.
0: OK, so you are a software company, is that right? Yes, we
1: are We are a software company. And we develop a, a software stack um, that allows us to um, work with the partners to allow uh, digital payments.
0: Awesome. So a bit about your role. So um, when did you start and, you know, what What basically, because it says that you're a, a head of blockchain payments. So what do you actually do in the in this role?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I joined uh, Watts Pay back in November last year. Um, and, uh, I mean, since we're a startup company, right, um, my role is evolving and uh, it it does change day to day in in some sense, at least psychologically for myself, but it's just because I'm interacting with so many different folks across the board within our uh, organization, as well as externally. But um, I mean, my remit and responsibilities do uh, lie on reporting to the founder and CEO, Anish Jing. Um, And we discuss mostly about uh, strategic uh, technology uh, that we want to implement within our own in-house platform, as well as Uh, potential strategic partnerships and alliances with third-party platforms that we want to work with that think we you know will bring value to the table for us so um, apart from that from a strategic level um i'm also um working closely with our in-house development team in terms of product so i I provide a lot of product input for the solutions that we're developing since i have a lot of experience in the point of sale area um you know we're developing uh, payment platforms for retail Uh, So merchants um, and acquirers that work in those ecosystems can transact in digital currencies, Um, as well as online e-commerce. You know, I'm also providing feedback to the product teams about how uh, use cases and and, uh, user journeys for customers should take place in in those kind of environments and, and allowing them to transact also in digital currencies. So it's a bit of strategic and a bit of product at the moment and a bit of partnerships. So I do reach out and collaborate with other uh, tier one and tier two n- uh, networks and organizations uh, and with, with regards to partnerships as well.
0: Awesome. So, okay. I actually did a deep dive on your social media profile and I one of, the <laughs> point, one of it is I checked out your LinkedIn profile. So it has a photo of, an, of you in an NFT format. So it's non-fungible token. So let's start. So this whole conversation right. is about NFTs, right? So just uh, out of curiosity, have you st- sold any NFTs before? And if so, how much have you made?
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. So, yeah, this is a good question. Uh, yeah, first of all, for my LinkedIn profile, um, I'm flattered that you, you think it's an NFT. It's actually not an NFT, but now you're giving me the idea that I think I'm going to create an NFT from my, for my profile pic. That profile pic is actually an avatar. Um, uh-huh. that avatar yeah, so that avatar... Um, was created uh, by a, a good friend of mine in Montreal, Canada, called Williamson uh, Ducci. And um, he's a very talented artist, and he's created a lot of these kind of avatars for uh, various members in, in his community. And um, what's interesting with Williamson is he's created uh, an NFT comic book out of uh, Montreal, Canada, and has built a huge community around it. And they've gone to market and uh, are doing incredible things. So imagine a, a comic book, a digital version, of a comic book uh, that's an nft and has embedded nfts within it so people are collecting uh you know the artwork with you know from him and, and his community and i think it's fantastic so shout out to williamson um to your question uh yes in fact um i have myself uh, over 51 um nfts that i minted or excuse me 50 nfts i minted and one i purchased on OpenSea. and out uh-huh. of the 50 uh, out of the 50 nfts uh i have up for sale since maybe 11 months ago, no, maybe a little bit less, um, none of them have sold. So it's very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So, so it's very interesting. And I scratch my head thinking like, okay, why, why haven't I sold any of this artwork? And in fact, the artwork that I, uh, minted, uh, of the 50 NFTs were a collaboration, uh, with uh, three other uh, artists that I worked with, a musician who embedded audio in the NFT. Uh, a graphic artist I've known from childhood, uh, who uh, created filters uh, for Photoshop. So we created the filters for for the NFT, and then a painter who I knew I've known since the '90s, who uh, I purchased a painting uh, in 1993. And so we took that painting and uh, modified it, and took this physical asset, my painting, which I collected, which is really old, I think, is valuable, and created a digital version of it and put it on OpenSea, right? And I, we created fifty variants of that one particular painting, so it oh. looks different, yeah. And um, it, it was it was great because, uh, in fact, uh, a little bit about that is it it's um, uh, a mural excuse me, a portrait uh, painting of Tupac Shakur. So I grew up in the 80s listening to hip hop and, and, and rap music. Okay. So uh, Tupac's birthday was last year, he turned 50. And I saw so that's why I created created 50 uh, renditions or variants of the NFT uh, of the painting that I own. So what I wanted to do is prove, uh, you know, well, I wanted to learn what NFTs are. That's why I went through the cool. exercise. Secondly, yeah. I know that through blockchain technology and NFTs, uh, original artists could potentially earn uh royalties from secondary market for secondary sales every time the painting or the digital asset is sold that original artist can uh, reap benefits for recurring revenue so i told my best friend one of my friends hey look i got your painting 1993 i'm going to create an nft and he was like oh what is that i was like don't worry if it sells you're going to make some money off a painting you, you made like you know in 1993 and so the all three gentlemen i worked with didn't know anything about nfts and so uh-huh. we were all able to educate ourselves and find out exactly how it works. So it was a great exercise. So, yeah, uh, I've got the entities out there and never sold them. So,
0: okay. How long has it been since you put it out there?
1: Uh, actually it was, yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. It was June, uh, June, uh, uh 20, last, year. Yeah, last awesome. year because uh, Tupac's birthday, it was a commemoration uh, and a homage to Tupac Shakur and uh, I put it out there. Uh, it was a great experience, but, uh, you know, I was, of course, thinking like as a, you know, creator, you know, thinking like, okay, I'm going to put it up our five uh, Ethereum, uh, you know, representing the five and the 50 of his age. Mm-hmm. It, oh. didn't sell, it didn't sell. So I was like, okay, a few months later, I, I put it to just one Ethereum and it still hasn't sold. So, you know, people have the similar experience as myself and, you, you know, you probably start questioning, oh, is the artwork good enough? That sort of thing. But it probably has nothing to do with the artwork itself. I think there's a lot of other tangibles and variables that you're probably going to ask me about later on why, you know, they don't sell and hard to monetize. Right? So, yeah, absolutely.
0: Awesome. So in plain English, can you explain what an NFT is and how one can monetize from it. Like basically some people make millions, you know, and CNBC yeah. writes about, it. but like people like you and me, I have NFTs too. And it hasn't even minted, hasn't even sold.
1: Right. Right. So I, I think, um, you know, with that uh, in regards to plain English uh, from that standpoint, yeah, I think any, any digital asset, uh, you know, that can be put on the blockchain uh, that is unique and uh, irreplaceable um that's basically what an nft is because you could have you could put digital assets on there but you know you have to distinguish whether they're NFT, you know non-fungible or fungible tokens um and so that's what I usually do when I explain the, explain nfts I usually tell people look you know you've got these uh, tokens or cryptocurrencies out there that are interchangeable like Bitcoin ethereum even real real world assets like uh, the US dollar you know you can basically interchange those one for one for each other so they're not really unique right but when it comes to um, you know, scarcity, uh, rarity, um, and uniqueness, um, any physical asset can even uh, become a digital asset and become an NFT. And uh, ownership ownership uh, is proven through the blockchain. And these typical uh, typical NFTs are irreplaceable, right? And, and they're very unique. That's why you see some folks get really lucky in terms of uh, you know minting an NFT. It's an original piece, and then you know eyes of the beholder all of a sudden you can see that folks see value and will start bidding potentially in the auction format uh, and and drive the prices up but uh you know there's other areas in terms of uh market demand and what you know what causes prices of nfts uh, go you know in terms of even market manipulation um you know maybe setting the wrong price uh June maybe I set the wrong price and a you know floor price for my nft and it's not interesting for people so i, th- I think uh, you know for for nfts and trying to explain that and what it is it's it's really simple um and if folks shouldn't get uh, too uh, turned off or think it's too tech- technical in terms of the jargon right it's basically ir- you know um, irreplaceable uh unique and that's what an nft is and it could be a physical heart, you know asset too right so it could be a uh, music uh artwork it tends to get most of the um news today but it can be anything. It could be um, documentation. It could be your diploma, right? It oh. could be your. It could be a driver's license. It could be any kind of document and can actually be uh, minted and NF- become an NFT, right? What it is, it's the underlying technology, the blockchain, that makes that uh, happen. So,
0: okay. So you touched a bit on why people don't make money. Um, do you think it's a bit about luck? Like- I, I do.
1: I do think it's a bit about luck because, you know, I think, um, you know, just trying to figure it out. And even my own personal experience, why my NFTs didn't uh, sell. Um, I think there's a lot of different uh, variables that we can get into to to describe and try to explain it. But I don't think there's any one answer, I think, in terms of monetization and uh, why some artists or creators don't monetize their artwork in the NFTs is the fact that maybe they're just not popular. Maybe the fact that that, I don't think that's a one and all, right? Because there's unpopular artists and creators who made a lot of money, right? Yeah. And, and it's, so it's not the right, uh, there's no right or wrong there. But how about the fact that maybe some um, creators haven't put the time and effort in to build communities around their work? So, and joining communities like in Discord or Telegram or these uh, social media aspects of what really helps uh, creators and, and artists sell their artwork um so once I mean I think nfts are driven by social media right and a lot of this has to um you know, come down to the influencers of the world uh, in this in this space right um I think another reason if we're going get, get deeper into it is the fact that maybe some of these marketplaces aren't suitable for the particular artwork or nfts that are um you know posted on these marketplaces and frankly if, let's say, take for example, you go to OpenSea or any a number of other NFT marketplaces. For me, it's they're uh, overwhelming and, and very uh, oversaturated with so many artists. It's unlimited. Yeah. anybody anybody can go on there and uh, create an account simply and then connect their wallet and uh, mint the NFT. So imagine the millions of people are doing that, uh, seeking uh, economic benefit uh, from artwork for the first time being able to sell something directly to a consumer without any middleman. So it's very attractive. So maybe there's just so many, if I go on to, as a consumer, I want to buy some NFTs, where do I start at log into out, out start browsing OpenSea or Rarible or these others. And there's just so many, um, artists on there so much artwork to, 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 you know, go through. So it's, it's quite overwhelming. I think And that might play a role why artists don't sell as well, because there's just so much competition, right?
0: Awesome. That's a great answer. So I actually have three NFTs on OpenSea, and it hasn't made a dime. So the thing why I did that was because okay. I wanted to start to understand what NFT is. So I got into the, I got into it as a way to be able to write better, report better on it. So yeah. um, I found that OpenSea is just you don't have a number, and it's very hard to chat with them if you're in a if you get into a jam, like if you get into a if you get into a problem, it's a bit like, you know, I I was talking to you before, there was this share market platform. uh, It's called Robinhood. A lot of people during the pandemic, they dumped in money there and the share market spiked. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. and then after that, they couldn't get their money out and there was no way to contact anybody from Robinhood because, you know, they don't have phone numbers. They don't even have an address. People would just, you know, the same thing with OpenSea, you know, so I've I've actually had an issue with them, and I've sent them an email in January, and I only got a reply last week, which is close to a month. Wow. Than, uh, yeah, right. so it's a very it's a very dodgy space, you know. So what my question is coming up to is like, how when it comes to regulation, right? How well are NFTs regulated by the authorities? Also, who do you think the authorities are? Because you yeah, know, that's... open to you, where are where are they based? Like, who are they? You know how? Right.
1: Yeah, so I think you brought up something really incredible and interesting. Uh, let's talk about uh, these startup companies in the blockchain and cryptocurrency uh, digital asset NFT space. Um, as you know, a lot of these companies are startups. A lot of these companies are are, are actually founded by uh, maybe not so experienced uh, commercially and business in a business sense, um, uh, folks who um, don't understand operations probably fully, and they're still growing and still learning. And it comes down to customer service, right? So we can go to a 7-Eleven and or or some online Amazon, and uh, these companies are uh, very established and stable, where they have contact details that you can get a hold of folks who are dedicated to service the customer. And I think some of these startups just don't have that organizational. Um, you know, impact to the customer in terms of customer-facing support and service. Yet, so they probably are so innovative and fast-moving that, you know, they forget sometimes the heart and soul of an op- of a company's operations and providing that customer service. So, uh, and and another thing is, you're right. Maybe there are some particular outfits out there who um, don't want to have that information exposed. So it makes it hard for you to contact them because they don't want to deal with the the negative things and they just want to keep moving forward trying to develop the innovation and uh, perhaps even to the other extent they can be even scams right yeah. so for so for me uh my answer to that and that question regarding regulatory um nfts are not a, is not a market that is currently regulated okay? okay but um having said that you know I have heard and read discussions regarding um, NFTs potentially becoming regulated in the same way in some jurisdictions um, regulate the cryptocurrencies. And uh, let's say from uh, a US perspective, that would be uh, the authorities there would be like FinCEN, okay, uh, as well as the SEC, right, who already have their hands in, uh, in in that space with regards to tokens and cryptocurrency and blockchain projects uh, issuing, um, you know, digital currencies. So that movement there can actually, uh, you know, what can be borrowed from those experiences can be definitely um, brought into the NFT space and treated the same way um, with whatever tweaks they need to make. Um, Let's say in Singapore, where uh, my company is actually based, we have uh, the mass, right? So Monetary Authority of Singapore, which probably um, is also eyeing very closely, I mean, in respect to consumer rights, right? And making sure that the consumers are, are protected. And that, and that's what's happening. So uh, I'm, I'm for that you know, personally. And, um, I think, uh, you know, there's going to be some regulation down the line, uh, regarding this, I mean, we read every day, these rug pools, uh, the NFTs, uh, scams, uh, fraud, even, um, security, you know, you see, uh, OpenSea, uh, was recently, um, yeah. it, it was, is vulnerable, right? So even,
0: yeah.
1: uh, you know, these different platforms that have huge brands who are first to market runners they get hacked or compromised. So I think the regulation, security uh, and protection of the consumer is very, very important. So yeah.
0: so this regulation, right, Will it be country by country, like, you know, or is it going to be like one body that is, you know, based in like America or somewhere? How, yeah. do, what, how, do, how do you think this supposed- goes?
1: I think like many things, it'll probably start in America and then influence the rest of the world. But even, mm-hmm. in, in, but even in America, you've got those fifty-plus states, and it's going to be state to state. So I don't think there'll be one governing body per se, but I think there could be multiple, you know, institutions or associations and foundations that could start uh, more of the self-regulation to start, and then you know, just like in gaming, and then uh, later on, um, probably we'll start seeing uh, more of the federal and state, uh, from the U.S. perspective, you know, governing this, and then. Sending out frameworks uh, around the world, when people start studying what uh, particular jurisdictions are doing. They would implement those frameworks as well. So yeah, I think that's going to be coming. But I don't think one it'll be one single regulatory body whatsoever. So I think it'll vary. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: So is NFT an American thing? Because I know Snoop Dogg buys a lot of NFTs. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I think yeah, probably his associates and those around him who are uh, up to par with what's going on in the, in this you know in this trend uh, you know basically tune them into what NFTs are, but you know, all these celebrities are getting into NFTs. Yeah. Um, and so again, um, that's gonna be for me, uh, one method of driving adoption to the masses, right? All of a sudden, you know, you have Snoop Dogg uh, creating uh, metaverse ecosystems mm-hmm. and uh, creating NFTs. And uh, of course that whole genre is gonna impact so many, you know, generations of lives to, to be at least curious about what is an NFT. What is cryptocurrency? Yeah. What is a digital wallet? How do I get in this space? How do I get Ethereum to buy the NFT? This kind of thing is going to happen, and you know, um, you know, for the likes of these celebrities and and, and personalities and, and characters, um, they they actually help drive it. So I see that uh, happening, you know, going forward.
0: But is it American? Did start it started from America? Mm-hmm. NFT? No
1: idea. Right? No, uh, it, it's a global phenomenon for sure. Yeah, let's, let's not get, I'm, an, I'm an American, but uh, let's not give America a full credit for everything. <laughs> Having also. said that, I've been, I've been out of the States for 22 years, June. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> No worries. So what are the most trusted platforms one can showcase their NFT? So we've talked about OpenSea. What about the others, the yeah. second and third?
1: Yeah, you know, June, when the word that uh, I would you know take out of that question is trusted. And that's, you know, what do you, how do you define that? Right. What is trusted? That's how it, I, it comes across to me. Is, is that mean, does that mean like the brand or does it mean the security of the platform? Can I trust my money on that platform? That's how I look at it. Right. And, um, you know, in terms of let's say brand and first to market, uh, uh NFT marketplaces, um, you know, OpenSea, you've got, uh. Uh, nifty gateway uh, by the folks in New York um, and the Gemini uh, twins you've got Rarible Um, but you know what who's emerging now to start offering NFTs are the centralized exchanges like Binance Uh, NFT Mm -hmm. offer I mean they have huge community right of traders so um, Binance and so the crypto exchanges Um, Coinbase is coming out with one in the US Um, soon I think they just have the the waiting list at the moment for NFTs Um, One brand that's very popular at the moment, and they've been really driving adoption over the last few years is Mm Crypto.com.
0: So Mm -hmm. when I think of
1: Crypto.com, I think of a digital wallet, crypto wallet where I can easily buy and sell cryptocurrency. They've come out with an NFT marketplace. So I think that's a a great strategy for them because they've, um, you know, have a huge, pretty huge percentage of the market. So they're introducing, you know, uh, this NFT trend to their existing community and, and if, if they for for that particular organization if they stick to the guns and keep it easy uh then i think you know they have a good thing going on uh, with, with that community but then then again you know these platforms that they're launching and deploying should be very secure and, and protect the customers and we know that even crypto.com has been uh you know hacked in, in the most recent days so so it, it, you know when you say trusted I, you know i don't know how to really define that you know i trust the brand but. Do I trust my money on those platforms? It's it's hit or miss, and you have to be careful. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, we spoke about the future of NFT. So, basically, for the next 12 months, do you think the regulation is going to come fast and hard, or is it still going to be like, you know, uh, a very yeah. cautious thing you must do? I,
1: I think, in terms of regulation, uh, it's going to take some time. Um, because if you just look at even like, uh, cryptocurrency right I think people are still at the stage of trying to figure things out and not to get too big brother about the, the situation but you know absolutely I think uh, if we're going to start seeing more of the fraud uh more of the crime um more of these rug pulls I think it will accelerate the, the regulation because be, you know the people start crying screaming and, and I think there'll be pressure against. You know these different uh, governments and jurisdictions to start looking at it a lot more seriously but i think they still even they have today their hands full with just crypto in general mm-hmm. so but the yeah. natural natural progression will go to nft next because it's also a, a cryptocurrency it's also a digital asset so absolutely and um i think uh yeah I mean that's that's what I think and then i don't think it'll happen in the next 12 months but i think it will it will move forward towards that for sure
0: so it's not a it's not a thing nft is not a you know, one hit
1: wonder, like, you know. No, I think uh, for me, in, in terms of the future of NFTs and, and w- what the, f- the future looks uh, looks like, I think the market is still uh, nascent and it's still emerging. Um, it's still in the beginning of stages of uh, adoption. And people are still actually building use cases, right, uh, for the NFTs. Once they figure out what it is, they're going to see how they're going to implement, <laughs> you know, integrate it in their own systems and platforms. I mean, it's just like blockchain and cryptocurrency and uh, alternative payment methods uh, driven by blockchain. People still don't get it. People are still trying to understand it and whether or not uh, it does bring benefit to everyday lives. So it's gonna be a process for sure, uh, but definitely NFT market is still in it, it's it, in the infancy and it, it's not going anywhere, put it that way. Um, I think once um, platforms become a little bit more frictionless, mm-hmm. a little bit more seamless and a little bit more easier mm-hmm. for everyday users and the masses to actually, um, interact with, because, you know, you know yourself, it's not easy to create a NFT or to mint, right. No, but, and, and, and I think, uh, that's the missing piece today in terms of onboarding and the adoption of, um, you know, and the consumers to get more into the space and understand if they can easily get their hands, uh, dirty, right. And, and get their hands on experience. And it's a, an easy process for them, just like opening the bank, uh, app or making a payment, uh, over the counter, uh, using their digital wallet. Those are really easy things where they just have to click a couple buttons and that's it done deal. But with actual technology today, it makes it quite uh, prohibitive. I think in my, my opinion for the masses to adopt, but once folks start looking and spending time developing the technology for easy on ramping, easy onboarding of mass consumers, I think the, the, the market's going to explode.
0: Awesome. Okay, so it seems like uh, Dubai is a hotspot for all things NFT at the moment. So I just wondered, yeah. is that why you're in? Uh, you are you are in Dubai? Is that well? Is that actually,
1: you, no. Dubai? I'll just uh, no. I, I mean, real quick, to spill on that. And um, I'm actually uh, based in Singapore, but uh, because of widespread um, activity here in the Middle East and GCC uh, region. Uh, we're having huge projects at the moment uh, at every level that you can think of, from government uh, discussing CBDCs with us, uh, as well as uh, the biggest acquirers and payment processors here in the region wanting to discuss uh, alternative payment and digital currency payments with us. Um, so, and, and even digital banks and trad- traditional banks looking to get into the blockchain space and explore uh digital assets so it's you know i'm i'm here because of work and there's a lot of work to be done that's why so i'm helping my you know my, my colleagues here on the ground uh to to face these customers and, and educate uh, as well as uh, pro- propose solutions blockchain based solutions that Wattspay has um but having said that yeah i think dubai is booming right now in terms of people from all over the world here are coming here to migrate uh, a lot of uh, startup companies innovative fintech companies creators artists that are driving the popularity of nfts here and uh, market research i've done uh recently uh has said that people in the uae own double the amount of nfts compared to the rest of the world and i try oh. to figure out why you know and i try to figure out why okay why, why why you know and i'm thinking okay why why did people buy NFTs in the first place or okay let's say why people here in dubai mm. for me i think it might have to do with actually wrong right it, Maybe prestige, maybe the fact that uh, there's liquid, a lot of liquidity here with people yeah. who are, are well off and mm-hmm. have nothing better to do but say, look, mm-hmm. I, have, I bought this, you know, million dollar NFT, you know, and then, you know, their friends are, oh, well, I want to get into that too. I can, I'm, let me buy a two million dollar NFT. So I think it can be a little bit of that in terms of just that prestigiousness that it brings, because look, you know, people are driving Ferrari and these really expensive cars. It's kind of that that same principle, I think, right? You don't need it, but I can, since I can do it, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. Um, but I think also maybe in terms of overall GCC, uh, UAE, uh, openness to innovation that people will start getting, will get into it a little bit more easier and, uh, be able to, um, go ahead and get involved in this space. Right. So I think it's, it's not restrictive. It's an unrestricted environment in terms of innovation, blockchain, digital currencies um and you know the the governments here are are regulating and if they're not regulating they're studying frameworks to implement and put in place but they're not saying oh no you you know nfts are a bad thing no they say come on come over here but do your research and and stay compliant right with within regards to let's say anti money laundering and, and and knowing your customer knowing your businesses and um, uh, you know basically nfts will go in this kind of environment right so I think uh, Dubai uh, is a hot spot. I can go right outside uh, the building where I work, and there's a huge, I don't know, 100 foot mural of an NFT with a QR code that a uh, popular oh, painter yeah. an artist has painted on uh, one of the buildings here at the uh, DIFC uh, Innovation Hub. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, there's a lot of movement here. I think there's a lot of uh, community uh, involvement and events that are going and taking place here as well. So you have a lot of events and conferences regarding NFTs, Metaverse uh, and blockchain here uh, in in Dubai. So that contributes, uh, you know, tremendously to the NFT marketplace here and and its growth.
0: Do you know anyone who's minted and made a million dollars in Dubai with NFTs personally? Do you know anyone?
1: No, I haven't known anyone personally, but uh, you know, if I do run into that person, which can be likely, I'll try to ask for advice so we, you and I can both uh, take, <laughs> maybe see one of our NFTs on OpenSea sell, right? But yeah, uh, yeah. Again, you know, when it comes down to that question of uh, you know why some are, to, are able to monetize and others aren't, you know, again, like I mentioned earlier, there's so many things. You know, let, you know, if I was able to take a picture with uh, you know uh, Snoop Dogg and I told you know the world that he bought my NFT, game over, right? So <laughs> I think you know it it has to do a lot with that kind of thing and also uh to be honest with you um june i think a lot of market manipulation also does exist in the in the in in the area so you have people even buying their own nfts to drive up prices
0: and then others see that that.
1: activity right so i think you know at the end of the day yeah you, you just have to be careful
0: Okay, so finally, one last question. So what do you have advice for someone who's on the fence to buy NFT? Because there's a lot of pressure when you read CNBC, when you go on Twitter, right, you can see some people minting like millions of dollars with one not really good looking. Uh, I mean, it's a questionable art piece and you just wonder why, how did they make so much of money? So what what's your uh, advice for someone sitting on the fence
1: to do yeah. it or not? <laughs> You know, I, I, think, um, I try to do, uh, I think for, for me, when it comes to, um, the, the, blockchain digital asset, cryptocurrency space, it's always me saying, look, um, I ask, I get asked for advice all the time. And I always just say, I use the acronym D Y O R right. So do your own research, okay. spend the time, yeah. Spend the time to protect yourself in terms of future decision-making that you're going to be doing in terms of, from a creator standpoint, how do I build a strategy about and give my ch- myself the chance. To have my artwork uh, or whatever NFT, whatever it is, sold in these open marketplaces, right? So yeah, definitely you can um, you know take the jump, but be prepared, right, in mm-hmm. terms of expectations. Now, from the consumer buying side of it, uh, again, you know, I have to reiterate, really do your homework, um, do a lot of fact finding, uh, s- get involved with the communities uh, online and the so- social media to do the research on these communities that are even pumping out nft collections right like your apes etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. find out who yes. these people are find out who these people are if you can if they have track records um see what the other um community members are discussing and talking about if there's any questions that you should be concerned about um and involve yourself and uh, educate yourself as much as possible uh using Google YouTube and these channels to find out as much as possible about the people behind the nfts the nfts themselves if you think they could potentially have some kind of value in the future, by holding them. Um, But uh, of course, you also have those uh, speculative uh, personalities and characters of that nature who just want to buy and sell. Right? So they're traders, they don't really care about uh, the uniqueness. They don't care about if that artwork is questionable or beautiful or not. They want to buy, they want to be driven by market. Uh, supply and demand, um, and then sell it at a higher place. So buy, buy low, sell high principle. So yeah, absolutely. Bottom line, I think just re- do your research. Um, probably don't spend money that you cannot f- afford to lose
0: Ooh, okay.
1: because it's all, it's that saying in gambling <laughs> <laughs> or going to this casino, you want to do it for entertainment, mm-hmm. do it for learning experiences but probably don't crack your uh, piggy bank or your bank account to uh, acquire something that you don't really know about. Mm-hmm, so that's, mm-hmm. that's what I would say in terms of advice,
0: yeah. Awesome, that's great. And all right, that's all the time that we have for today. We okay. have just been speaking to Dubai-based Malcolm Copeland on all things NFT. So thank you, Malcolm, for joining us, joining uh, the show today.
1: June, I had a great time. Thank you so much for the invite. I really appreciate it. I hope we can do it again in the future.
0: Yes, the pleasure is all ours. Be sure to join us next time as we aim to interview another interesting individual from across the globe. Thank you.
1: Okay, June, thanks a lot. Appreciate it.